When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for season four of the Corner Booth Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Clem, alongside my sidekick, Mr. Kev. We are here today. I am back after Hurricane Isosceles or Isis or whatever the hell it was, knocked my power off for a week. Um, no internet still, so I am remotely report recording from downtown Southbury, so it's going to be an interesting show today. But a uh, big show, got college football news, NBA, MLB, a bunch of great stuff. So we'll get rock and roll right here. Um, first off... Kev, college football, bombshell dropped yesterday. Actually, no, probably, what would you say, earlier, like later Sunday afternoon, the bombshell was dropping? Uh, it was dropping that the Big Ten kind of president's group was going to be meeting, and then the decision to cancel was like late Sunday, early Monday. And then after that came out, the Big Ten said, we're not canceling, we don't know yet. Well, I mean, the backlash itself was just ridiculous. I mean, they just announced five minutes ago they are they are postponing everything until the spring for fall sports. Yeah, I mean, first off, they're not playing in the spring. No, because every um, top player in the league is not going to participate. Unless they some that somehow every team has enough fifth-year seniors who are not going to be drafted. True. Like, if you're going to the draft, you're like, fuck this. I'm not playing up until June when I have the combine coming up. Yeah. Anyone still playing goes, fuck this. I'm not playing until June, only to have to come back in August and play games again. I I, I think whoever came up with this idea really doesn't get the logistics of this. I think that the whole spring season was the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And... The issue is like like you said one, if I let's say I'm a I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a junior linebacker for Michigan and I, and I hear oh I gotta come back play in the spring I'm like all right what are my pro prospects fourth round fine I'm I'm going to the draft I'm screw this I'm not doing this I'm gonna work out all summer and show up at the combine running a faster forty now gain to this it's not gonna be a full season they're gonna be they're the only conferences announced they're playing in the spring. SEC, ACC, and Big 12 still not my. I'm watching Miami's Twitter feed. They're full speed ahead. They're 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 acting as if like they're playing in the in in the fall. But so did all the Big Ten schools individually until their presidents voted. But the ACC presidents have been like not 
as I, I don't know how to how I spin this this way. They haven't been as hesitant about it, whereas like you know the Big Ten was very the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have been a very against the uh, fall season for a while. Yeah, I mean, I would love them just instead of the three remaining conferences going conference schedules, just one big mega conference. Oh, I love it. Not even mega conference. I would love to see. Give me play. Miami, Texas all day, please. Like, play your out-of-conference games. I would also love it if the SEC just took a bunch of these schools in. But, and like you said about the spring season, I think whoever suggested this knows it's not going to happen. They just don't want to admit this is a full cancellation of the year. Which the Pac-12 did about an hour ago. No, they they said they're canceling it, but they're saying they're trying to play it in the spring, too. But every athlete they have that has a pro prospect is not going to participate which is just it's which is expected at this point but also and i've i was very unhappy when i saw these announcements i do understand why the big 10 is canceling and i understand why conferences are canceling especially the big 10 because they're aware of at least 10 players who have myocarditis which i've mentioned it before it's what eduardo rodriguez and the red sox got after getting corona it's an enlarged heart condition. It's your heart enlarged. It's a very rare condition, mainly from people who have pneumonia. But if you have had or have coronavirus, you are more likely to have it. Uh, I actually just got an announcement when you when you were done with this. But um, basically, no. When it comes to that, the Big Ten that makes sense with these players, and especially guys with enlarged hearts, you have to be careful. Medically speaking, safety comes first. And I'm not saying full speed ahead. And honestly, I will not lose sleep if the Big Tw- if the Big Ten and the Pac-12 don't play this year. Because let's be let's be Kevin, let's be completely honest. Who is winning the Big Ten? Was Ohio State. Yeah, who is winning the Pac-12? Who cares? It, it's that's that's basically what it comes down to. The Pac-12 has been a joke since uh, Marcus Mariota left, and then you and the Big Ten's been a one a one trick pony since I don't know the late 2009s. So yeah. when it comes down to it, because I just got a big, I just got announced with today. Uh, ACC and SEC plans are unchanged with their schedules. That is their announcement after all yes. these cancellations. But also, there's an issue with that. Uh, Stephen Godfrey, I don't know who he is, but he's got a blue check mark on Twitter. Works for Banner Society, I guess. Uh, said that two SEC sources told him that they need the Big 12 to stay committed if they're going to have a season. I'm not. I'm not convinced the Big 12 will. I'm convinced the. I, I have a pretty good like feeling the Big 12 will stay. I we've not heard anything bad about them. We've not heard schools pulling out. They're not a conference that they don't strike me as a conference like the Big 10 or the Pac 12 that is going to pull out. The Pac 12 we knew the West Coast right now is getting hit with a second wave of coronavirus that makes the salads look like yikes. Um, secondly, the Big Two, you announced with the with the whole Ohio State thing with the players and everything else and the Big 12 itself with this heart condition that I cannot pronounce and will not attempt to pronounce. Basically, they're looking at it like there's too much risk for a conference-only season. Because the Big Ten to them, Ohio State will only get its legitimacy – in the national eyes, if they go go into an SEC or a Clemson or even possibly an Ohio, Oklahoma and get the snot kicked out of them for a week, I mean for for three hours. So to me, honestly, the Big Twelve, the Big Ten canceling and the Pac-12, I knew these were happening. It sucks, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. 
I guess it's the way I'm going to spin this. Yeah, and there are the reports that other teams, like Nebraska said they want to do it. Ohio State and Michigan said they want to join the SEC, or they're looking at joining another conference. They might not be able to. There may be, yeah. I was waiting for the, like, what's the legal ramifications of this? Because, like, but I also, it's really interesting to hold the let them play movement on uh, Twitter is, like, picked up so much steam. But, like, at the same time, it's like, this is, like, a crazy time. It is... August 11th, Kev, at this time last year, we were a week and a half away from Florida, Miami for the college football opener. Like, that's insane. We haven't had a single team report yet. Yes. Oh, well, we did, but then their practice got canceled because everyone got coronavirus. But back to what I was saying about why they can't switch conferences, I think the Big Ten TV deals run through 2025, and I think the Pac-12 runs through 2036, maybe? Yeah, I think they have done So with those, like... With the Big Ten Network, NBC, and Fox, for the Big Ten at least, they have the rights to those teams playing in those conferences. They cannot play in another conference. Especially with uh, the SEC being on basically ESPN and CBS. Yeah, so unless those networks make a deal, like, hey, any team, any game of the Big Ten team, you can also show blah, 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 but... I don't see it happening. I feel like that's a negotiable thing that could happen. I don't think that's completely out of the realm of possibility only because like the the need for college football will kind of sway that a little more than it would be just a regular season. But I still think you are right, though. It's going to be a long shot. It's negotiable, but I think both conferences will want more. Yeah, and neither conference is going to give. So Like CBS and NBC are going to say, hey, any game with a Big Ten team in it, we don't care if it's a Big Ten and an SEC team. We want to be the only ones broadcasting that. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, buzz off. Yeah, so, nah. It'll be fun to figure out what's going on. So, Kev, another running back is in the news. The Washington football team actually is back in the news again, but it's not for the team. Their star, their, I guess, solid running back, Darius Geis, is in the news. And, Kev, what was he charged with this week? Because I, 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 I read it, and I just started shaking my head. I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. Uh, initially, it was just... Felony domestic violence. Then it was bumped to. Oh, what's the list? It's a long list. It, I, I heard I heard um, I heard strength, whatever the legal term is for strangling was one of them. Strangulation. Strangulation. Yes. And I heard there was, like two others. It was like I read the list the other day and I'm like, I was just like. Huh? Strangulation, assault and battery of girlfriend. Yeah, he's and then done. Ron, Ron Rivera comes out. It was a tough but necessary decision. That's not a tough decision, Ron. Yeah, they released him within 20 minutes. Not necessary, dude. You realize that's a lot of baggage and a lot of bad press. You drop him like a bad habit. I don't get it. It was a tough decision. Dude can't stay healthy. Allegedly, he hurt his knee right before he was arrested, too. Again. Oh, so, oh, so wait. Is the same knee he's blown out three times? I would assume so. I just saw knee hurt his knee right before. This guy's a piece of work, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I hated him coming into the draft. I didn't hate him. I was rooting for the guy. I, I liked his story, kind of. He's He has a similar story to, story to uh, Josh Jacobs coming out. Uh, he wasn't as bad. He didn't live in a car, but he came from a really bad neighborhood. Uh, yeah. I wanted to see him do well. And now I just hope he goes to jail forever, if this is true, which I'm assuming it is, because they have all this stuff. Yeah, I hated him because he basically walked into the com- the his combat meeting with Harry Roseman. Doug Peterson was basically just a, just a disrespectful jackass. That's that that was the reason I didn't like him because I wanted I I liked his story beforehand, 
But then I heard he came into the half the combat meetings like he was cocky as hell. And I was like, you're like a Leonard Fournette light. Will you stop? I mean, but that's kind of what you want, though. You want your running back to have a little edge to him. I, I no, like I want Brandon Jacobs or Miles Sanders or like Derrick Henry edge. I don't want I'm going to basically beat my girlfriend like it's Grand Theft Auto. Well, yeah, no, I don't, I don't mean with that. I mean like the cocky attitude. Yeah. The Redskins kind of needed that. They had nothing going for him. Yeah, I, I mean, and the thing was, like, he Washington was a football team. My bad. Yeah, sorry, the the, the Washington R words. Um, <laughs> I think that could be like interpreted two different ways there. So we'll call him the football team still. Um, anyway, no, it's like I look at guys and I'm like, all right, he's gonna be a solid B ish running back. He's not gonna, he's not, he's the. He's the fourth best run. He's like the fourth or fifth best running back in his own conference, in his own division. But it's like at this point, it's like, yeah, the Redskins are the the, the Washington football team's kind of hosed now because this was like their one positive weapon besides Scary Terry, and now uh, he's gone. I mean, Adrian Peterson is still dragging his dinosaur ass out there, doing pretty well. Formerly known as Adrian Peterson, he's like thirty-five and almost had a thousand yards last year. Yeah, I know. It's insane because they kept ben- – like, and, and they benched him for, like, two games, I think, and he still almost ran for 1,000 yards. He's a moose, man. He just – his workout regimen is insane. So, I mean, he'll play for as long as his body allows him to. I hope he plays till he's, like, 42. I really hope him and Frank Gore just, like, smash the record books, like, just because they played forever. They pull an Emmett Smith and just play until they're 40. Oh, they should just – one team should just go in and be like, hey, Frank – Adrian, you guys are going to play on our team, and you're going to split carries 50-50. We're not having any other running backs. We'll call it the Jurassic backfield. Like, that'd be incredible. I mean, they tried – Buffalo did that with Shady and Frank, and it worked great. Yeah, it'd be perfect. No, have Shady, Adrian, and Frank, literally the backfield of our childhood. The only reason I don't want that is I think Frank's already going to get the record probably. Or not going to, but he's close. AP – is close, sir. I don't want anyone taking carries from them. Yeah, I know. I, I love Shady. I'm kind of happy he's going to Tampa Bay a little bit because at least in Tampa Bay he's going to get carries. If he went to Philadelphia, he'd be sitting behind Super Bowl hero Corey Clement, last year's hero in the, po- in, in the on the back end of the season, Boston Scott, a.k.a. Darren Sproles Light, and our new and improved uh, franchise running back, Miles Sanders. He wasn't going to get a single freaking carry. So I'm kind of happy how he didn't offer him. At least in he's gonna probably win the job over Ronald Jones because there's a clear reason why they went out and got a running back. Um, I don't know Bruce yeah. Arians said Ronald Jones is the running back. Hey, listen, man, prove me wrong. Uh, honestly, I, I like Ronald Jones's game. I think he's I he think he's a rocket and gets the ball to the backfield. I don't think it's really gonna be, I think it's both are gonna be a good fit for Brady. He likes using multiple running backs, so it's not gonna be an issue for him. Yeah. All right, baseball news. We're gonna play a little quick game, Kevin. It's called. How did Rob Manfred fuck up today? <laughs> or this week? This week. How did Rob Manfred F up this week? I don't think he messed up. Okay, so first of all, I am about to defend an L.A. Dodger, Kevin. So, like, like, w- let's make sure the world isn't about to end because I'm about to say free Joe Kelly because he did everyone a favor. Also, shout out to every team who puts a whooping on the Astros. And that leads us into our next point. So, Kevin, we had a little... Uh, Scrappy, scrappy between the Athletics and Astros this weekend. Um, What were the suspensions handed out by Major League Baseball? Ramon Loreno, uh, the Athletics player, got six. And Alex Critton, the Astros hitting coach, got 20. 
Astros couldn't hit with other trash cans anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but, like, the fact that these pitchers are getting thrown these suspensions that the equivalent uh, in a full season would be, like, 14, 18, 20 games, it's not fair. And the I fact is that I'm still – What? I didn't see the pitcher get any suspension. Oh, no, it wasn't on – no, the, it was a pitcher from the Astros who threw the pitch. Yeah, and I didn't see that he got – No, suspended. no, I, I meant to say the hitter from the A's. The fact that these – like, I understand why the fans are pissed because you're going to tell me you have no problem suspending players who want retaliation for a team that got off scot-free. Oh, we lost our manager. Oh, we lost a draft pick that won't affect us for six years. Oh, give me a break. The Red Sox got hit the hardest out of any team on this list, and they're not even they – were, they were like a secondary team in this scandal. I think what the Red Sox did was about equal to what the Yankees did, and the Yankees didn't get shit. They didn't even get investigated. Why do you think I just said the Red Sox got hit the hardest? Because they basically did like half of what the Red the Astros did and got got their manager fired. The Yankees did the same and didn't get touched. And the Astros, oh my god, they lost a manager and their GM in the traffic. Oh, what'll they do? It's like the three most positions that are getting the power taken out of them in the AL in baseball. It's like, oh, my God, a first-round pick that won't play until me and you have kids and are married? Oh, my God, a manager who barely does anything in that lineup anymore. Because, honestly, Ken, you and me could coach that lineup with those, like, cheating signals would be fine. Yeah. It's it's, it's a joke. It, Manfred screwed up that punishment a lot, and that's why players are pissed. I defend the players, always. I, I think – I think Loreno, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his name. I think six is a bit much because – I don't think they're looking at this like it's a shortened season. We have to shorten punishments. They're going, this is what we give him regularly. So, yeah. And also it's the Astros. If it was a regular team, you probably would have gotten like four. Um, my favorite clip of that. I, I love that clip of that, though, because Alex Critton, all time fake tough guy move, screaming at Loreno, telling him to come over. And then once Loreno starts going, he grabs one of the Astros players, puts him in front of him and then goes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I, I watched like, the I watched the video there like I think it was what when this happened Saturday or Sunday this happened uh Saturday because I didn't have power so I was watching my phone on like my neighbor's pool on Instagram and I was just laughing hysterically when this happened it was Sunday oh okay so you still didn't have power I no I had power Sunday but I was out and about yeah I okay. even saw it like on Sports Center and I and I was like that is the biggest fake tough guy move. I was like, what are you talking about? That, so I paused it, rewound it, and gave him the breakdown. He's like, oh, yeah, fair. Kevin, we have to do – I think we have another top five we have to do for uh, – with these razors from this. No, we're just going to tell that. We're going to do our, like, our top two favorite tough guy moves, fake tough guy moves. It can be football, baseball, basketball. Like, it, it could be any. It could be anything. Like, I, I, I don't know. It could be Ron Artest soccer punching a fan or <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal. Same, same game, ironically. Jermaine O'Neal coming in, slide-punching a guy from behind. Like, fake tough guy moves in sports. That will be coming on Thursday, so look out for that. Along with, me and Kevin will break down our top five favorite NFL introductions. So, because we, we saw this TikTok, and we're like, dude, this is just... I saw the guy's order, and I just, like, I looked at my head, and I'm like, no, wrong, bad, stupid. I agreed with his number five. I, I didn't like his hating on NBC, because, like, NBC is my favorite. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I agreed with his five, and I think I might have agreed with his one. I forget the exact order. I, yeah, I do. I sent it to you. It's in our it's in our TikTok feed. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look at it. CBS is definitely my least favorite though. But I mean, well, I also I hate watching CBS games though. It's not because like just because like I, one usually it's like the, I don't know who these announcers are. Like I know all the Fox announcers because I'm an NFC fan. I have a fan. I'm a fan of a team in the NFC, so I know all these announcers. I go to CBS and I'm like, besides Marv Albert, I'm like, who the hell are these guys? True. When I hear a Marv Albert game, though, I'm I'm hyped. So I think it was last year, the Eagles played the uh, the Bills, and Miles Sanders broke a run, and Marv Albert was losing his mind. And I was like, this is just like pure orgasmic stuff right here. I'm so happy to hear this. Oh, speaking of MLB, there is mm-hmm. another fandom vying for my appreciation. You're you're leaving my Diamondbacks already. I don't know if I'm leaving them, but uh, I can't leave them because in the AL East. But do you know the the David Ortiz, the Yankees lose. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, our good buddy Cruz tweeted out a video where instead of when he says Yankees, it's when he says Red Sox, and I was like, come on, Cruz, I thought we were friends. He said it's time to join the Rays bandwagon. Oh, God, don't be a Rays fan, Kevin. Don't do that to yourself. I, I just said I can't do it. I said if I do that, my dad will disown me. Yeah, I mean, even even I know the Rays are like the annoying little irritant to the Red Sox. But he said that when the win, the Rays win it all, I'm going to be mad I didn't join the club. And I said that when that happens, he could come on and tell me how dumb I am personally. Yeah, I mean, I do that every day. And you tell me the same. But – Here's the thing. I can tell you, I would put money that the Rays aren't going to win the World Series this year. They do not have enough firepower in the pitching rotation, bullpen, or lineup to compete with some of these AL teams. The beautiful thing about the NL is their top team has a tendency to choke in the playoffs, so it's never out who's going to win, who win the damn thing. But apparently the NL West has turned into murderer's row, where you have the fourth team in their division knocking in 14 runs in the last like in, three times in the last week. And then you have all t- in front of that you have the Rockies, the 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 surprise Padres and the Dodgers in front of them. Can we talk about the NL has like the NL West is like like has turned into like the NFC West all of a sudden? And I thought that team division was gonna be garbage this year. Yeah, um, I think we can all be glad though that we're just not Mets fans. I don't think Marcus Stroman is either. <laughs> no, dude, that's the greatest finesse in history. He <laughs> yeah, stayed on the I team long it. enough. <laughs> to get service time to be a free agent, and that's it. Actually, I'm gonna opt out. Bye, guys. Oh my God, that was great. I read that headline. I just started crying. I was laughing so hard. Dude's I couldn't a genius. Have... Well, here's the thing: is like he was upset when he got traded there to begin with. Everyone remembers hearing the stories. He spun it as he was excited though, because he grew up a Mets fan. Yeah, but like he, you, there was like rumors going around. He was angry as hell. That was the initial report, and then he came out with this spin. I remember this whole story. Because KFC was going on a rant about it. And the funniest thing is, is like, the, and I had to explain this to a kid who's a Red Sox fan on my Facebook. He's an old friend of mine from college. I'm like, listen, the Mets just have a losing culture, man. You have Cespedes opting out for four games, disappearing in a hotel room. <laughs> they <laughs> lost them. I know you lost your best hitter, second best hitter. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for Pete Alonso to go on, like, you know, mentally unstable watch. He's not having a great year either, though. Not oh, as bad as, like, Ben Attendi, but he was better than Ben Attendi. Also, uh, why I brought up the Mets, they lost 16-4 to to the Nationals yesterday. Mets stuff, Mets stuff, Mets stuff. 
I hate. I feel bad for the Mets, honestly. Like, I, I can't even hate them, even for the 86 World Series. Like, I just, I feel bad for Mets fans. Uh, it's, you know what the worst part is? is like, Mets fans, have you been to City Field ever? No, I avoid New York at all costs. <laughs> I We don't, okay, so ever I was driving to school, we wouldn't stop in New York. We'd wait until, we'd stop either right before or wait till we got out. So you stopped in Connecticut before then. Yeah. If we were driving home, we'd stop in Connecticut after. If we uh, stopped, if we're going down to Alabama, we'd stop at the in New Jersey somewhere. We stopped at the Vince Lombardi rest stop once. Never go there. Oh, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. I pass that all the time with my aunt and my grandparents. It's a mess. The oh, it's disgusting. I could tell you that as a person who goes to New Jersey probably about 20 times a year. The, that rest stop is disgusting. I'm, I'm telling our listeners. I'm well, yes, I'll, I will confirm that. Um, yeah, no. Uh, it, it, the, when, when you go to a Mets game, Kevin, it, it's very funny. One, you have the hilariousness that is Mets fans because I, I – and this is going to sound a little crude for a second. But, like, with Mets fans, it's 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 every, like, like hey, how you doing, dad, who's, you know, got, like, the tight – a little too tight for his body shape polo, the Mets hat, his wife that's way too beautiful for him, the, the, his two daughters who are completely inebriated and they're not even sure why they're there, but they're here for free beer. And it, that's what Mets fans are, man. It's hysterical. I went there last um, last August with my grand with my step grandfather and my grandma, and I had three. Mets dads that were in their 60s looking a little out of shape grilling me for having a Diamondbacks hat on and a belly up shirt on. I'm staring at him like, you don't want the smoke. Go back to your drink there, old man. But it, like Mets fans are just angry and they're kind of just repressed anger towards their own franchise for just being lame and being the punchline of baseball. And they're like, oh, we went in 2015. I'm like, you guys should have smacked the daylights out of the Royals, and you couldn't even beat them. They can't even sell their team right. Yeah, I know. Come on. Like, like you can't even – like, having A-Rod buy the Mets should have been a home run, and they screwed that up. That's not even who Mets fans wanted. They want Steve Cohen to buy him. Yeah, I know. And then the the Wilpons, did everyone want some Mets? Yeah, it's the Wilpons. They were like, no, we don't want to sell it to you even though he was willing to pay more than asking price. And then they're like, Hey, here's our asking price, which is what he offered. Yeah. The Wilpons are the worst there. What is it with, is there something wrong with New York sports franchises? I mean, the Yankees aren't like the Yankees aren't struggling, so we can't really throw them in there, but like, and I guess Brooklyn isn't really either. Cause they just landed Katie and Kyrie, but like in the Maras, I guess I can exclude, but let's, let's go down the list here. Jets, Mets, Knicks, like, Rangers, like what the hell is in the water down there, man? They got the number one overall pick. I know, but they're still gonna find a way to screw it up. <laughs> oh, probably. Oh, I yeah. think the issue is the issue is the blue and gold or the blue and orange colors. I think is the biggest issue there. Oh yeah. Uh, Mets and Knicks are the two biggest laughing stocks in sports. Yeah, it's it's the worst part is the, and they have the two worst ownership groups in sports and I, I mean you can even throw in that the the johnsons for the j, j, for the jets are just as bad like woody johnson is a joke so i, I to me it really I, I just i wonder if new york sports has grown too big for its own size wait jared i i just cracked the code 
You just cracked the code? I want to hear this. This isn't just New York. This is nationwide. Think of some of the worst teams in sports. You got the Browns. Yeah. The Bengals. They're, yep. They suck this year, and they sucked for a while. They get to the playoffs. Jags. The Orioles. Jags. Who? Jags. Yeah, they made the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago. Sacramento Kings, Post, Page, and Bibby. The Knicks, the Mets. Mm-hmm. Those are five of the worst teams in sports right now, yeah. right? Orange. What do they all have in common? Orange. If you're it a professional work, team, it, don't put orange in your uniform. It only works in college football, boys. Just just trust me. It only works in college. Orange in the pros. I mean, the Broncos did win a Super Bowl with their orange jerseys in 2015, though. That's true. They're an outlier. But also, right after that, they were not good. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be good this year. They're my sleeper team to win the wild card, so. You know, you know what I don't really get about people who think the Broncos are really good? Yeah. They have a young quarterback with a cannon who has some accuracy issues. Not as bad, not that bad, but he does have them at times. And they drafted a route. They have two good route runners and a speed guy. And But they expect this guy to make a big jump this year. The Bills just got a big name wide receiver in free agency, have a great defense, and a quarterback with a cannon who has accuracy issues. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like... I think the Patriots are going to win the division still, but I feel like people are disrespecting the the Bills, which is something I never thought I'd say. No, I I saw the Bills winning the division. Like I've had them winning the division since like they got Diggs. I said because we and you had the Dolphins originally, and I kind of was like, okay, Diggs is making this really hard not to pick the the Bills because as much as the Bills have just an odd offense, their defense is just so good. And their defense will keep them in games where, like, it'll just take one mercy shot to Dawson, Dawson Knox, John Brown, or Diggs, and you're looking at, oh, Bills win by three. I'm not picking them to beat anybody in the playoffs again, but I'm picking them to probably win that division and get smoked in the first round by the by the Texans or the Titans, whoever comes in second in that division. I think the Patriots have a better secondary still, and I think that's Oh, gonna- no, 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 I'm not doubting that. I'm just saying they have the best defense. I'm talking – Seven, yeah. Patriots eight. front seven is going to be disgusting this year. Yeah, want to try for the Patriots linebacking core? I am too small for that. I might be just big enough to be a covers linebacker. Maybe. I mean, it'll be fun to watch the all Michigan linebacker. Not all, but the outside linebackers being Michigan guys. Yeah, true. If there's an NFL season, knock on wood. Yeah, in there. Exactly. I do think that's easier to do than the NFL or than cultural because you're paying the guys millions of dollars. Yeah, I know. It, you know, it, it's it, this whole NFL season to be so odd, but like, I, I, I really do think the Broncos have a solid team. I, I, I will back that. This is kind of out of left field, but did you see on social media today all the people like, oh, NFL players are getting paid 150 thousand dollars to sit out this year when teachers aren't and like being forced to go yeah i agree with the sentiment that nfl players when they sit out people are like oh it's okay blah 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 like it's all their family and teachers when they're like we shouldn't be going to school people are blasting them i agree with that 100 percent. but arguing about and i just don't like that argument arguing nfl players versus teachers i like nfl players are privately paid and also this hundred fifty thousand dollars they're getting Goes against next year's salary. So if they're getting, I don't know what league minimum is, 700 something thousand. 
Yeah, six something. All right, we're just gonna go seven to make math easier. Yeah, so we'll make year, we'll just call it seven even. If they were gonna be making seven hundred thousand next year, they're getting five hundred fifty thousand because they got one hundred fifty thousand for not playing this year. There you go. So um, let's move on from baseball because I'm still sad about college football. That was a baseball conversation. Yeah, and then we and then we, we were back in prime form, my friend. Yeah, it's been a week, but you know we we're still we're still at it. I know you missed because KJ was such a bum last week. I mean, I I do appreciate him stepping in. It was it, I tried I had to a blast with KJ. What are well, you talking about? Well, listen, I couldn't watch the show because my internet, my LTE was so slow, it kept kicking me off the live stream every ten seconds. So it I was, was getting... great. It was a good time. KJ, you're welcome back anytime you want, bud. Yeah, when Kevin leaves, I'm not I'm not leaving again. Um. <laughs> Also, Jared was worried about this. That does not break his never missing an episode streak. That was a live stream. That is a different entity entity than the podcast. So I'm still 100%. With an asterisk. <laughs> yeah, you're just like Barry Bonds. It's fine. I'll take that. All right. Uh, NBA announced an all-bubble team. <sighs> Kev... I, I just want you to read this to me because I still I, – I read it right before we went on, and it still is just making my head hurt. So on Twitter leading up to the bubble – or not even – like during the bubble games, people were saying like, oh, is this guy the bubble MVP? Is TJ Warren or is James Harden or – and then – or these guys are all bubble team. But without – there was no real award for that. Then the NBA stepped in and it's like, no, we're making that a thing. It's different than – the other NBA awards, this is – if you're the bubble MVP, that doesn't mean you're the regular season MVP. Yeah. Because guys have been going off in the bubble, and I am for it. Have you watched any of the bubble games? I know you've been lacking. For well, hours. before Hurricane um, Isosceles kicked in, I, I watched like – I think I watched like half of a Blazers game because I think they're like my sleeper team to make it deep into the West because I think they're going to knock the daylights out of the Lakers, but – I mean, so they're also doing it, the bubble, all bubble teams. There's going to be two first and second, but it's not position based. So you could have five guards first, all bubble team. Oh, it's all right, I guess. My pick for bubble MVP is TJ Warren. Other than the other night when he only put up 12 on the heat, he was scoring 50 points a game. That I have seen highlights of. I also saw highlights of him just getting in Jimmy Butler's face, which is hysterical. TJ Warren is hands down my bubble MVP. Second runner up or runner up is going to be Devin Booker. He's also been going off. Suns are six and zero. Can we talk about Deion? Can we talk about um my boy Draymond Green this for a second? Oh my God! What he said. I know what you're talking about. He said. He said. Get my man. Get my man out of uh, Phoenix, man. Let him play some good basketball. Ernie Johnson goes. Are you tampering? He goes. Maybe. And they the NBA find him like a quarter million dollars. Which they should have done, honestly. I, I mean, he's saying what we're all thinking, which is kind yes, of... Yes, you know. but the difference is if we say it, we're not representing an NBA team. True. I mean, but like that's really, that's really kind of towing the thin line of what's tampering, man. Like, come like on. Towing it. It's just kind of... And if LeBron didn't make his comments about AD a few years ago... This wouldn't have been an issue. Oh, I know. I was good. No, because that's what had me thinking. Because I'm like, what the hell did LeBron say a couple years ago that made me think about this? And I'm like, oh, yep, that's why. 
Because, like, the issue is when you have players on broadcasting, they're, they're what they can say is very um, filtered. Yeah, it's LeBron walked so Draymond could run. Now, I think they shouldn't be finding these guys anything no. right now. But I let's say Draymond says this, right? Mm-hmm. Don't find him now. But then if Devin Booker signs with the Warriors in a couple of years, you find him $5 million. Yeah. Make the punishment way worse, but make it so only if it had an impact. Yeah, if, if it's just like, it's like, oh, Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell and Devin Booker all hung out in Minneapolis. It's not tampering until he signs there. <laughs> it might not even be tampering. They might have just been hanging out. They might all be friends. They, oh, they, they might all be, um, be, wait, best friends? Oh, wait, oh. Yeah, they're all friends. Yeah, it's like, it's not, it's not tampering. Also, like, I don't get And they the all hate Ben Simmons, which is just hysterical. I also don't get the difference between... Honestly, I don't get how they can track, like, obviously Draymond's saying this, they know he said it, but what's the difference between this and him texting Devin, like, hey, I talked to Steve. When your contract's up, like, you got a spot here if you want it, bud. Yeah. But speaking of NBA awards, did you see the finalists for the other awards? I don't want to say you were powerless lately, but you've been power impaired. I'm tr- the thing is, I'm trying to catch up. Like, I had to watch. I was I was in a place without service today. My whole goal was to try to get up by noon so I could do all the research before I got on today. It's killing me. I'm blaming my bo- I'm blaming my boss, my uh, client's interior decorator today. Okay, so I will go through the awards. I still think Giannis wins MVP. He is a finalist. MVP finalists are Giannis, Harden, and LeBron. God, if LeBron wins, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> I-, I think it's going to be Giannis, too, honestly. I hate the argument. Like, oh, LeBron was dealing with the death of Co- – I brought this up before. I hate that. Yeah, we, we had this whole conversation, I think, two weeks ago, and it just – and the problem is, like, it's his worst statistical year, and also, like, oh, he's holding that team together. So, Giannis says Chris Middleton is the number two, man. That's like having me and Kev out there in the wing. I think Chris Middleton's a little better than that, but also it's not Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis is a top five big man. Like, let's be straight here. Yes. Uh, speaking of Anthony Davis, Defensive Player of the Year. I like how Kia just sponsors all of these. Yeah. Uh, defensive Player of the Year, Giannis, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> well, I, Rudy Gobert shut down the entire league, so, I mean, I think he has to win. Hey, guys, Jared's been reading my tweets. <laughs> Read I actually haven't been on Twitter ago. today. You actually tweet that out? Like two months ago. I know I saw that somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have an issue. The Defensive Player of the Year award completely disrespects guards. Yeah, where's Spider Mitchell? Where, where's uh, where's... Marcus Smart is the best pound for pound defender in this league, and I will fight anyone on that. All right, we're gonna meet out in the parking lot later. Who's better? Mitchell. No, Marcus Smart's a better defender. Mitchell's quicker, but we'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll agree to disagree there. Um. Quickness doesn't mean good defense. Marcus Smart is the best defender. He has he will shut down. He has guarded centers and shut them down before. In Marcus the NBA. Smart is the literal definition of a Tasmanian devil on a basketball court. Yes, he he had to guard Joel Embiid last year two years ago. It has nothing to do with this. Well, Joel Embiid kind of reminds me of Melvin from Madagascar when he plays basketball. Yeah, he, but Joel Embiid's seven better. feet tall. Yeah, true. I know. I gotta give her. I got. I gotta give respect to him. No, it's, they do play disrespect to guards. And I will admit, Marcus Smart is a great defender. I like Mitchell because Mitchell is more highlight-based defense, not as much as like where like LeBron would just have a great block. I was like, oh, he's the best defender. It's like, no, he actually locks dudes up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disrespecting Donovan Mitchell either. 
I'm just saying. Like, Donovan I, Mitchell. There's um, a lot of guards in, in the West who are like, just get them on a better team or with better players. True. Get them just out of their crap cities. <clears throat> Utah. Um, All right. We're, rookie of the year, John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Zion Williamson. John Morant, it's not even close. If Zion wins Where this, the hell is Tyler Harrow, by the way? I don't know. Zion should not be on this list. I'm sorry. He played 23 games. I know it was oh. a short season. And he was ass. He I was mean, terrible. He couldn't play. Yo, you saw I sent a video to Kevin over the weekend. My boy Jake Lehman dunked on him and got by him. Come on, know. man. I can't with the Zion shit anymore. I mean, Zion put up 23.6 rebounds and two assists. In 23 games. I'm not saying that he should be rookie of the year for those numbers. I'm saying he wasn't necessarily ass when he played. Dude, he basically had a he basically had a road to the playoffs gift wrapped and they still lost that shit. Yeah. They had the easiest road to the playoffs. It's also partially because Lonzo put up like five, two, and two on twenty three percent shooting. Yeah, well we knew Lonzo was trash. True. Um Sixth man of the year, Montrezl Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, and Lou Williams. Love all three of those. I Lou better win because of the chicken wings in the strip club. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> He's got my vote! <laughs> I, I, I don't know who to pick there because I think those are all really good choices. It's a, I think, to me, it depends on... It'll just come down to stats at that point. Minutes, points per game average, off those minutes, yep. stuff like that. Most improved player, and there's a fun story about this one. Bam, Luca, and Brandon Ingram for most improved. Oh, Luca wins that hands down. I think it's Brandon Ingram. That that was my other choice. The problem with Bam is like Bam went from being a dunk specialist to being like a semi-entertaining like number two to Jimmy Butler. The thing is with Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram went from the, being this like skinny version of Tyga to being like an actual like good shooter. And, like, a deadly scorer. And he actually was, like, the best player on the Pelicans this year. So, yeah. I also love Luca's reaction to being listed as the most improved player finalist. <laughs> I freaking love Luca. He said, who votes on this? He said, who votes in this? Because he's still not great in English. Take me off the list and put Devontae Graham on there. I don't deserve to be on there. Devontae Graham had the second most points per game increase of any player staying on their team behind C.J. McCollum. I Damn. think it was McCollum. Um, he scored 4.7 points per game, had 2.6 assists per game, and 34 made threes last year. This year he has 18.2 points per game, 7.5 assists, and 218 made threes. Dude, that sounds like the guy dropped like 50,000 in VC in 2K. Yeah, and so I'm, I like making protest picks. I did it with Ted Williams. My protest pick. Devontae Graham, most important. Devontae Graham will get my second. I think you sold me on on uh, Skinny Tiger, a.k.a. Brandon oh, If Devontae Graham was on this list, he would be my number one pick. I'd be like, Devontae Graham. Air <laughs> talking means I, I have a tie with him. I don't know. I, I have really no horse in this race. I think the issue is, like, with Luka, he was already very good. With Brandon Ingram, he was already Did he good. Did he finish, like, number two in Rookie of the Year last year? Luka? Behind Trey Young? He won Rookie of the Year last year. Then why the hell is he on the damn list? I thought Trey Young won. No. All right. You know, NBA, you're dead to me. He's stupid. And then coach of the year, Mike Bold- Budenholzer. Yes. Nick Nurse. Can we talk about how the uh, 
Oklahoma City Thunder are a playoff team with a bunch of scrubs and a dinosaur. Yeah, uh, Billy Donovan, coach of the year. Yeah, you know what? That dude was almost out of the league like three years ago, so let's talk about that guy just being like coach of the year. And then, I don't know, maybe he'll win coach of the year and get fired like Dwayne Casey. That one was to serve the better good. We all know that. Yeah, but I, I think it's kind of dumb that like, oh, he lost to LeBron every year in the fi- in the playoffs. He, we're fired. Every team in the East lost to LeBron every year in the playoffs. I, I, I know, because the dude basically made it, I think, what was it, nine straight years, seven straight years? It's eight or nine. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's a dumb reason to fire someone. Now, they beat the Warriors, and the Warriors are now a lottery team. So I'm happy with it, but I think they, they did Dwayne Casey dirty. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm excited for this. I, I'm i excited for the playoffs. Like, NHL playoffs are dead to me. My Penguins are eliminated. Kevin's Bruins are still alive. We're, that's, that's basically as much hockey talk as I'm going to give you because I still have to edit this damn podcast on the, without a power strip. So... I mean, can, can we talk about the NHL playoffs a little bit? Yeah, okay. Well, well I, I had the NBA playoffs up because I wanted to pick first round, but we'll we'll do uh, we'll do NHL first. I was very adamant against the round robin going into this. Like it's like Bruins, they were the number one seed. They should not have to play this round robin tournament. And then they lost three straight and got zero points. So now they're now the fourth seed. And then also in the West. The number one seed going into this in the West, the Blues, are also now the fourth seed in that conference. Yeah. Well, I, I'm all for it. Um, I think the Bruins are still going to win the title. And that was talking hockey. There we go. I, honestly, I probably would, if I'm a betting man, take the Bruins as well. Uh, I Honestly, I don't see anybody in the East being now that Pittsburgh's out because I just I always will take take my Pens because of the fe- or like I might throw the Caps in there because they can't score but like they had that one lucky year with the Pens you always can't count City Crosby. Right now we're staring at the all right so right now in playoff basketball we're gonna get into this quick before Kev gives us some weird shit but you got something for me today there big fella? It's not weird but it's hysterical. Okay, I need some hysterical. All right, so right now. The NBA, the Eastern Conference has been lit, lit, laid out. Uh, round one will be Bucks Magic, uh, one versus eight. Two will be Raptors versus the artists formerly known as the Brooklyn Nets. They're missing half their team, so they're going to get smoked. Um, can we talk about how the Raptors are basically going to make it to the second round with like nobody besides Pascal Siakam and a couple scrubs? Um, uh, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Uh, senior scrub, sorry. Uh, your, your Celtics, who I actually am respecting more and more each day, take on the 76ers and that is going to be a jailbreak butt whooping because the 76ers are the biggest fake tough team in the league oh i can't stand joel Embiid. oh i mean i don't mind joel Embiid. i can't stand ben simmons um well, you oh yeah i know because he's out for the season because he's, he's a wuss um and also his knee pop does it kind of sucks i honestly feel bad about that i just i don't i i didn't like how he got all the all this like hype for cho- trying to put cat in a chokehold when he got him from behind um, and then the four or five is Heat Pacers. If you want to pick them quick, Kev, I got it's a wrap for me. I got Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, and Heat winning. I do not have any under conference team getting a sneak by in this one. Yeah, I mean the at least for the West, I know the eight seeds not 
locked up yet. They're still going. To I have still game. have my blade. I still have the Blazers getting in. I they are my they are my pick. I think they are just so explosive. The fact that the Suns are still alive is so impressive. But they they if they if the Suns play the Lakers unless Devin Booker drops forty a night like a like kind of like a Jordan versus Celtics kind of effort, there is going to be no way in hell the Lakers lose that series. Now if they play the Blazers who have more weapons than they know what to do with from the perimeter. I could I, I made a bet with my buddy today with a bottle of Knob Creek on the line that if the Blazers play the Lakers in the first round, the Blazers will win that series. Four to okay, three. well, right now it's Memphis. I know. If it's Memphis, they got the Lakers. So the bet will be null and void. If I'll so. give my East pitch right now. It's going to be Bucks, Toronto, yeah. Boston, and I, I, I'm going Indiana. Really? You have them over the versus Jimmy Butler and the boys? Even though he didn't play that great the other night against them, I think uh, I think Bubble TJ is going to pull it out. You love Bubble TJ. I'm a big tub- Bubble TJ truther. I almost said Tubble BJ. That was awkward. <laughs> big Bubble TJ truther. <laughs> All right. Who's your pick for the AC in the West? Though? You got Memphis or Phoenix or Portland? Um, with, with like one or two games to go. I think that's tough because I also don't so. Portland's 33 and 39 with two games left. Phoenix is 33 and 39 with one game left. Yeah. And then Memphis is 33 and 38 with two games left. I wish they had the like record in the bubble, but I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Portland. I think Damian Lillard's going to ball out these last two games and snatch up that top spot. Your boy Cowherd made an excellent point. And I thought about this and I, I went through every team. He goes, who is the best Anywhere on the court can knock down a three shooter in, in the playoffs right now. Steph's not there. Clay's not there. <laughs> he goes, it's Dame Lillard. I'm like, damn, he's right. And then I thought about him like, and they also got McCollum, and they got they got Nurkic back. Don't they have Whiteside too? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, I think they have Whiteside from that trade, and they also have Melo. That could be a nightmare for the Lakers. I really think they could pull off because, like, that team, if, like, because the, the Lakers, the two things I've learned this this bubble, like, from why I've w- listened and why I've watched on highlights, the Lakers cannot defend the perimeter to save their life. Bradley and Rondo being gone just hose them. Yeah, but also Colin Coward's the biggest idiot I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and, and listen, his takes aren't perfect. I'm saying, though, I agree with him on this take, though, that the Lakers cannot defend the perimeter and they cannot shoot from the perimeter unless JR gets hot with some Henny. True, but then you'll forget how much time's left. <laughs> Shoot in the wrong basket. Forget what the score is. All right, yeah. All I'm we saying can... is that I just, I have Portland pulling off the episode four three. That's my big. That's my big like swinger. I think if Phoenix had two games left, I'd pick them. But with one game left, if Portland wins out, they can't get in. Who is Portland got the next like two games? If it's uh, a team, it's oh they're playing Dallas right now. Yeah, they're playing Dallas, and then who wants to load this? Uh, Brooklyn. Thursday okay, so time. basically, if they if they win tonight, Brooklyn's a cakewalk. So, um, all right. So uh, in the West, I got where I already said I'm taking Portland over the Lakers. Um. In a closer series than you'd think, I am taking the 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 Clippers 4-2 over the, the the Mavericks. I think the Mavericks are a year away from being, like, a top team in the West. I think they need, like, one more year with Kristaps and Luka. 
Um, I have the Jazz upsetting the uh, Nuggets. I think if they that that like tall lineup is gonna mess with them a little bit, and I just I have a weird feeling that Spider Mitchell is gonna go off along with uh, I love him and Gobert, even though it's like it's a weird team. It's gonna be a four three. It's gonna just throw people off. I don't know. It's gonna be an odd series. And then my favorite series on this list is Houston versus Oklahoma City, and it makes me so happy. Yeah, I got I got Houston four three, but I feel like Chris Paul is gonna give both of those boys in Houston fits with all his young guys. Yeah, I can see. I got I hate the Lakers winning against the Trailblazers because they can sit everyone this last game. Trailblazers have to go balls to the wall to get in. So I think they're going to be very rested, and LeBron goes off in the playoffs. He That's when he starts trying. True. Uh, same thing with the Clippers. I think Clippers, it's going to be off. I think the Lakers, Trailblazers would go 4-2. I think the Lakers are going to struggle points, but I think they're just too good with LeBron and AD. Yeah. I think Clippers, it's going to be maybe not a sweep, but it's going to be a gentleman's sweep, 4-1. You're not that sold in Dallas yet. No, well, I think Dallas is a very good team. I think Luka's really good. I think Kristaps is also very good. But I think, it, same reason with the LeBron. I mean, the Clippers haven't been trying that hard. I mean, they've been sitting out PG. They've been sitting out Kawhi intermittently to give them rest. I don't think all-out Clippers, I don't think the Mavs have a chance against an all-out Clippers win-now team. True. Uh, Denver, Denver versus Utah. Big, slim Joe Jokic fan. I think think he's going to be the deciding factor i think he's going to help denver win 4-2 4-3 i don't think it's going to be an easy series and houston's going to sweep okc i think uh so denver oklahoma denver uh utah to me was going to be that weird series where i was kind of just like i could go either way but when it really comes down to the whole the matchup. I mean, I could I could swing either way on that series. I might end up picking Utah before the playoffs start. I'm not even sure. Um, but that's our NBA playoff prediction so far. We will do round two next week. Get ready for that one. All right. Before before we go into weird stuff, I do want to bring up Colin Coward again. Did you see his AFC North prediction? I did not. I haven't listened today. Uh, he had the Bengals going two and fourteen. Possible. Steelers going seven and nine. That's kind of my prediction. So yeah. Browns going nine and seven. He had the Ravens. Baltimore Ravens going sixteen and zero. Man, he's really trying to prove himself that he's a Lamar Jackson fan. I hate that pick. They're not going to go sixteen and zero. Oh no no no! They're a fourteen and two, fifteen and one team. They're going to smoke a lot of teams, but they're not. You still have to prove me that Lamar Jackson can throw an accurate ball outside the numbers consistently. I mean, I don't think he does have to prove that necessarily because teams can't stop him either way. Yeah, the Bills did a pretty good job. Um, so did the uh, 49ers. Uh, anyway, I, I was just like, I think if you have fast linebackers, a good pass rush, you give him fits. Yeah. Oh, Suns just won. Oh, wow. 7-0. Oh. Um. I'm going to pick my eight seed, change my eight seed. Actually, no, because Portland sells to drop the next two. I don't like how they're doing this. 
Oh, I don't know, Kevin. I hate it too, but like we're just kind of making the best of it at this point. I think the, we're kind of just taking the product as is. Yeah, I know. I just like at least try to like set it up so everyone's playing the same number of games. I I, I don't like their schedule. Literally looked like Wiley Coyote made it. I don't know. It's I'm waiting for the bird seed in the middle of the, the ball the ball court before we start. Just I don't know. I have them play the Bulls or something. It's annoying. Although they said for a play-in game, you have to be within one and a half of the eight seed. Right now, it's, I think it's like 0. .5, or I think it's now it's... It's, yeah, it's... it's Portland's like, 0. .5 back, and the Suns are now... They're going to have to play like a, play, like a play-in tournament, like, it's going to be off like three games. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. I'm actually kind of, I'm kind of hoping that each, all of them went out. That'd be lit as hell. Except for Memphis. I hope Memphis loses and they all play a play-in game. I hope Portland... I don't know, because Portland would have to split. Because they'd have the same number of wins and one more loss, so the Suns' record uh, percentage would be better. And then Memphis would have to split, too, because then they'd have the same record. Or no, they'd have one more loss, but one more win. It's weird. I don't like it. Okay. So you got something funny for me? I do. So we don't talk about soccer much on here. There's a reason for that. But a German team... FC Cologne had a membership kind of thing where people could enroll in it. I didn't look up the specifics, but FC Cologne also released a jersey with a mosque on it to kind of show solidarity with uh, Muslims and stuff and kind of everything going on with them. And someone emailed them and was like, oh, I'm unenrolling from this membership. It's ridiculous, I think, where how you have a mosque on the jerseys. Next thing you know, we're going to be playing in pink kits. Kits or jerseys and soccer. Guess what FC Cologne did? Pink kits. Tweeted out that email. Not with the guy's email attached so people couldn't email him. Tweeted out the email saying what it, showing what it said and then released a pink kit. And then right after, in a thread on the tweet, they said, also right in the middle, there's still a mosque on it. <laughs> That's like the most okay bet like statement of all time. I think it's funny because it, it just shows people think that one opinion is going to change the world. And that guy's probably fuming. What's the old line, Kevin? A- opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one, and they all stink. Yeah, pretty much. There you go. All right, there's your wise words from Jared for the day. All right. So, let's kick that smooth jazz. All right, last call, folks. So, here we go. I want to give a shout-out today, Kevin, to every player, coach, parent in college football who went on Twitter, said their piece. And said, I want to play or let them play. And regardless of how you stand at coronavirus, what you feel about it, I was an essential worker, man. I went into this crap every day and I had to deal with it firsthand. I wasn't a nurse or, a, you know, any of these public health people or any like, but like I had to go into people's house every day. I didn't really get to stay home in quarantine. I really kind of had to go in and basically burn my clothes when I came home. Um, but at the end of the day, these guys want to play. It's what they want to do. The guys like, Oh, that loser, uh, Greg Rousseau, or that cornerback from the um, uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech, who actually, who you know, said he's going to be a top ten pick and ready from the play. Um, I love that these guys are playing. I love the leaders of college football. I saw, I think Trevor Lawrence tweeted out, Derek King, Justin Fields. Like I saw all these guys tweeting this stuff out today. I saw Jim Harbaugh talking about it. I'm like, you know what? Good for all of you. 
Good, you know, like listen, like don't let like one like a bunch of like old old dudes in a boardroom tell you what you can and cannot do. This is America; it's a free country. Speak your piece. That's what I got. I agree with you wholeheartedly, except I also agree that guys like Greg Rousseau and the cornerback from Virginia Tech, it's America. They have the right to sit out. They're not getting they paid. They do. I'm just dollars. I'm a little bitter. I'm they're not get, they're not getting a good education. I don't care what the NCAA says. These athletes do not get a top tier education. They take joke classes, and I was in a lot of those classes. <laughs> so, no, I I think they also have the right to sit out if they want. I I know I I just hate the whole sitting out for your prospects idea. But if, I mean it's it's whatever at this point. I'm just bitching. All right, folks, that about wraps it up today. Once again, thank you for being so patient with us after Hurricane Isosceles. I know I keep pronouncing it wrong, but I think it's funny when I pronounce it like a triangle. Um, wiped out the power all in all of Connecticut. So, you know, shout out to all the line workers who got our power up and running. Uh, live stream will be on Thursday. Probably actually at my house for the first time in two weeks. And, um, yeah, Spectrum, you suck. So there we go. I'm Jared. That's Kevin. We will see you guys Thursday. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network. Rate or review this episode on the new Hubble Podcast app. This is the first listening app that allows you to rate and review podcast episodes. That's H-U-B-L. And their logo is a telescope on a red background. Look for it on the App Store, Google Play Store, and give them a follow on social media at Hubble Podcast App. Episode level ratings and reviews are a game changer for both listeners and creators. They give us better feedback so we can continue to make the show better, they help new listeners know where to start on new podcasts, and they stop you from wasting your time and listening to bad podcast episodes. So once again, that's H-U-B-L. Be sure to check it out and review this episode.